All right, you are listening to Ew. the radio station on the air. It's cool, C A P. I you done with that? Feel awful about this. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I apologize to everyone. Um, that was a really hideous display. Um, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, yeah, moving on already. Uh, twenty seconds into the show. I'm embarrassed of you already. Yeah. So there's a time when you're not. What? Hating scene with you, Dad. I totally am all the time. I'm always just, I'm just mortifying you all the time. We were at Fry's today, and to cross the the um, parking lot, you grabbed my hand like I was a three year old, like walking me across I was doing the traffic. That, but I was doing that to be funny. It was funny. I just do things because they're hilarious. What do you think the outside world who doesn't know us knows knows us? Oh, like when you, when you left me in line at the that at Porto's place, and you you said you said, "Okay, you stay here. Don't talk to anybody." <laughs> And the lady in front of it like turns around and looks like, and she turned back around like, well, he's not supposed to talk to anybody. So <laughs> she expected to see a six-year-old, and she saw a thirty-eight-year-old <laughs> grown man. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it was funny, but it's like, I mean, if, if somebody can't get, doesn't get the joke of that, like you telling. I bet we look man, like real weirdos. <laughs> but I mean, if we do, then they're dumb. That's how I feel. It's just you know. If so, they don't get it, then they're dumb. What did you think of Porto's? Um, you know, I, I, it we had a, we we've been going to um a show this week, and the makeup artist keeps talking about different foods and restaurants and yeah. everything that we have to try out in the valley. Yeah, and so she's been talking about Porto's for a while now. We're like, all right, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go. Finally, we went today. And of course, we couldn't sit down because John Boy thought that there was too many people in there, so oh we had to God, hurry. That place was a fucking. It disaster. was. I actually agree with you yeah, for the first time. Like yeah. I always like to sit and eat instead for of <laughs> grabbing and running. But for the first I, time ever, <laughs> I agree with you. So we got in line, and there's just this monstrous case of like every pastry cake, awesome goodness you could ever want. It was magical. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a pretty, pretty nice spread. Um, Except I for like we. They didn't give us like half the order that we had. But of course, I of course, then I I see that entire spread and I disappoint you again with my selection. There's literally everything you could, every pastry dessert you could imagine, and he gets vanilla cupcakes. Okay, like, they said white cupcakes in front of him, but they looked like I like yellow cake. I like vanilla icing. I, and I don't feel like I should have to apologize for that. You should. Why? There's so many better options. Why? Why is it like a? Why is it a, a like? I just still don't understand why you can't just let other people have their mouth. Like, can I just have my mouth? And it's like whatever I want to eat, I can. You know, I like that. And then what you like, you like that. But you don't know if you like the other stuff because you haven't tried it. But I there, want you to experience can, the world. But there are certain things I can, I can tell you with with a fair amount of accuracy that that I'm not gonna like. And I mean, you only eat so many meals in the day or whatever. Like you know, so many meals in your life. Yeah, twelve a day. Okay, That's so if standard. I found food that I like already, I can just fill those meals with that. And move on. 
But there's an endless amount of food in the world. Like, why wouldn't you want to experience it all? Because I just, I, I've already found a food that I like. So I'm already. But what if you I'm find something you like even food. more? But 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 see, I don't I don't look at I don't look at things that way. I just look at. Well, that's where you're wrong, John. Well, I. I, I mean, I, I would think that there's probably a good metaphor in there somewhere for you. I mean, <laughs> it. Uh, I don't think that there's any food that someone could give me. You're my vanilla cupcake, Ew. baby. Ew! Yeah. Oh, fuck you, yeah, man. man. Yeah, take that. Take that. If there's for all over your face <laughs> <laughs> and tits. Yeah, if you haven't heard, it's another episode. Anyway, um, <laughs> secret farting. Mm. Um, ugh, if there was any food I wouldn't want to be, it would be a vanilla cupcake. I would literally rather be. I was gonna say dog shit, but that's not technically a food in most cultures. You wouldn't want to be a vanilla cupcake, no. like of all things. No, like re- really. I mean, like okay, so you have your choice between a vanilla and a tomato cupcake. Okay, well, I don't like tomatoes unless they're roasted. Okay, well, go cold ahead and to- cold keep your tomatoes. condescending tone and, and tell me. Uh, <laughs> cold tomatoes taste like rotten grapes. They're nasty. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a big tomato fan. It's just shit that I gotta peel off my burger. But if you put them in the oven with olive oil and salt and let them roast at a low temperature for a long time, oh my god, they're the best yeah, thing ever. Because yeah, the skin I mean, yeah, gets the like little, yeah. like tight. And then the inside is almost like a, an awesome gusher that just like explodes in your mouth. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I was there. I think with you. Didn't we have those? Didn't I we, made them. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't go to Moza with me. Moza, 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 M O Z Z A. That one restaurant. Another thing that I don't. Do, I mean, could you just write my failures all over the walls of the house so that I could just see them all day? Well, I've already been keeping a book. Is that good enough? Or I guess oh, I could start well, writing on the walls. As, as long as as long as there's some sort of log of that. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, and this house we um we moved here a year and a half ago. Um. And, uh, my, uh, we just had this issue tonight. Um, somebody. Barney. No, somebody. Barney. Jamie Marie insisted that, like, I bought a pool table. Fucking, I mean, when I moved to my old place, it was, it was was like, it seemed like a good idea. But it wasn't. It was just cramped. It, It, it just didn't. You know, I just never really uh, used it, and Barney decided to use it over at the old place as like a tree trunk. He would just whiz on it all the time. Because Barney is an asshole. Because Barney is Barney, and so tonight, same thing. I mean, he well, he did it the other night. I caught him the other night. See, but even I mean, when we're on the home, po- but I mean, the go. thing is, is if we if we put any other table, we put an air hockey table there. What if you put whatever table, a card table, you can move it so that you can clean. You can't move an air hockey table. What yeah, the you fuck can. are you talking about? What are you? Ta- I'm sorry. It, uh, tell me from your extensive experience working in an arcade. Well, considering my parents have a air hockey table at their house uh-huh. i can tell you i grew up with one and uh-huh. you can't fucking move that uh, i'm pretty it's sure it's just can, as heavy can, as the I, table. maybe not ju- can, but it's see no. but the thing is is we're not gonna we're not gonna go there now 
and check. But the thing is, is I have a good feeling that if we go there, we're, you're going to see that, oh, look, it's different from when I was eight. Do you mean you like... You can move the air hockey Okay, table. you know that they don't live in the same house that I did when I was uh, eight, so okay, you're okay. wrong. Firstly, there's... <laughs> Good if, God. Do you mean a ping pong table? Ping pong tables are no, easy to move. Just any, like, no. Pool tables are notoriously. I mean, so they're are just, air hockey tables. They're, no, they're, okay. Even if air hockey tables are, which, I, I mean, sorry I'm not, to bring I mean, that. I'm I just would, saying, if, if you replace that area in the house with anything else. Or. You don't have an immovable object. But we have, we have a, basically a boulder sitting there that, like. I, I mean, did Barney pees on? So it's like, I can't, I, we, we can't use the carpet cleaner. We can't do anything because there's just a pool table. And the thing is, is when we moved away from the last one, I said I wanted to just sell it, get rid of it, whatever. It just didn't work out. Me and the pool table, fine. And you just, you can't throw shit away. You, you, okay, okay, I hear you. Um, or... Uh-huh. We could get rid of that really awful bad basset hound. Okay. We could wrap him so, in prosciutto okay. and throw him outside to the coyotes, and then oh mm. oh, problem fixed. First of all, he would make friends. He would be he like, hey coyotes, why don't you have some meat? I'm uh I've I've got a meat jacket on for some reason, and um, <laughs> these are not my new friends, the coyotes, and <laughs> they, he. <laughs> But seriously, what makes you think that so, you so, being... so still, again, my choice is that pool table that we never use, ever, except to set stuff on, that pool table is still, uh, I mean, it's still more important than Barney. I mean, I gotta get rid of that, Barney. That pool table never pissed on me, or snared at me. Snared at me? Mm, but it Snarled? has interfered with your ability to clean up pee and okay we have it we have another we have another boy who's not perfect he does he does things bullshit such as such as shit right in front of me in the what i mean i'm in bed one night and he shit he has a toilet in upstairs in the in the master bedroom he has a fucking litter box it's off the balcony out outside the the bedroom. And he still was like, no, fuck you. I'm just taking a dump the in here. The reason why he did that that night is because the balcony door was closed. He no, wasn't, it wasn't closed. No, it night. was. I, that was a different night. I didn't, I didn't, because I wasn't mad at him that night that it was closed. I was mad at him the night that he shit right in front of me. He was having a nightmare. He didn't know what was happening. Okay, these just sound like conjecture, ma'am. I mean, it just sounds like you're making up a lot of hooey and um. Use your big dollar words. Uh, hooey. <laughs> conjecture. Hooey is a oh, conjecture. <laughs> well, conjecture is a yeah. Sorry, that's a that's a that's a ten cent word. Sorry. Uh, it's still. But Barney uh, will go just whenever he wants to. When you're at home or tonight, like you claim, my. I think what happened tonight was that Barney pissed right before we got home. And so when we took them out, he was like, no, I don't need to go. Mm -hmm. Which is probably the best case scenario. Like, mm -hmm. not best case scenario, but that's what happened. And why can't I clean it up? What? Why can't it be cleaned up to any sort of efficiency? Because we have a carpet cleaner. We do, we do have a carpet cleaner in the 
closet down there. I know. And you can't get you can't get yes, to the stain. You can. Because... Oh my god! Shut up! But you think that we took them out and then it was my fault that it he was, didn't. I'm pee. not really. I don't really care about the, that being. You know, you distracted him, but I. That's not. That's still not justification for. I'm not justifying his peeing on the floor. I'm saying he's bad. He's he's just as bad as he is every day, and and his his brother is every day. Okay, they're dogs. They're bad. Oh, he's not bad. But they, yes, he's totally bad, dude. I mean, totally bad. Okay, how, how, and, and try to enjoy, try to enjoy a meal without the heckling, the scratching. The and heckling. why does he do that? When because I brought Scooby into your world, he did not beg at all. Uh-huh. Not once. You okay. turned him into that monster. So why don't you like to throw things away? What? The pool table? The only reason why I didn't get rid of the pool table is because that's what that room was for. It's got a wet bar. It's it's the game room. Mm-hmm. It's the bar and like... Well, yeah, you can, but you can put anything there besides the pool table. It's just, I said the pool table is a pain in the ass. What else are we going to put there? I, I don't, anything. I, I honestly, it's just the pool table is a pain in the ass. I brought it more for decoration that I didn't think we were going to be playing pool every night. Well, I, we haven't. We don't play. I'm just saying, it's just a big fucking thing there. I think to me, okay, you. I'll just tell my opinion. Oh, good. Why you you have told me before that uh, you were raised not to like throw food away or. Oh, I know. Like, you would think we were anything, way poorer like, than yeah, what we actually yeah, were. That's what I mean. It's like you were just like. I mean. I would, I would tell like you had to clean your plate, right? Is that a Midwest thing? I why well, didn't I don't? I feel like it's yeah one of those things. Well, because we weren't poor, maybe we were a dust bowl thing. I mean, middle uh, class, and like yeah, it was like you had to finish your plate. I would sit at the dinner table, and this cracks me up now because I'll literally eat anything and love food. But growing up, food was my worst enemy. Because I would sit there for hours staring at it and they would force me to eat every single morsel. Like I would be crying and gagging. And I remember I would start like gagging and my stepdad would go, if you throw it up, you're going to eat your vomit. Like Like the cat? I mean, Jesus Christ. I got that every fucking night at the dinner table. I don't know why I like food now. Like something happened between then and now. Really, like the fact that you're not completely... Anorexic. <laughs> yeah, anti-food. Like, food just doesn't give you a panic attack. Because I, I, I mean, because I, you know, I've heard this, for, it must be, I don't know if it's a, like I said, related to the Dust Bowl or something. It might be a Midwest, like you said, because, I mean, with people having shortages of, you know, of food, that maybe that's why they were like, you know, you got to clean your plate. I remember we had to, we were in, school we had to remember we had a lunch lady that when we turned our tray in you know i mean it was just always like you know as a little kid you just look for any sort of uh um you know positive reinforcement and i remember we turned our tray in you know the guy ahead of me had turned his tray in and it was completely clean you're like, ah, oh, good boy, good job. And you know, I turn it in with just like a few bites taken out of it. And it's, you know, it's like, oh, you, you know, like I failed. I mean, looking back, it's like, well, why don't you, why don't you make, 
better, why don't you make a better meal, lady? I mean, (laughs) you know, why don't you give me green beans that aren't terrible? And I think that's why America's so fat is because parents force kids to eat so much. Yeah, I I think that, well, there's... I mean, we're lazy. We eat a lot of. Sugar. Well, I know there's a we lot of reasons, lot of, but yeah, a lot of shit. It's just, I mean, because there's always like you were telling me that they guilt trip you with the the Bangladesh. Was it Bangladesh? Really? Was it really Bangladesh? I didn't realize that Bangladesh was a real place because my mom always used that as there's kids starving in Bangladesh, and it just sounded like a made up <laughs> name that she just used. Because yeah, you've you've seen like Christmas Story and stuff like obviously, right? Not until I was probably in college, though. But I mean, you know, like in that in that movie, I remember in particular, like you know, when the uh, Randy wouldn't eat. His mom's like, you know, Randy, there are children starving in China, I think it was. Oh. See, and Bangladesh sounds more like a made-up name than China. I knew China existed at I, the yeah, time. Yeah, Bang- I just, I just think it's such a, it's a ridiculous philosophy, because it's just like, if, <laughs> whether or not Randy or Jamie finishes their, their, their meal, those kids are still gonna starve, unless you're planning on, like, putting half a plate of peas on a plane <laughs> to take the Bangladesh. Like, those kids in starving in Bangladesh aren't going, oh, God, I, I hope Jamie cleans her plates tonight or I'm going <laughs> to starve. I mean, they're going to starve either way. I do it's hope that guilt trip thing. one of the things that were different than our parents is that I'll find foods that are nutritious, obviously. I don't want to give my kids all the extra, that crap, like the Twinkies and the Pepsi and all that kind of stuff. Like, my kids won't even know that that exists because I don't <laughs> eat that. They're not going to eat that. But to find actual foods that my kids like that are healthy. Because I think my family was afraid that if I didn't eat what they put in front of me, I was just going to go make myself like a fucking banana split and eat that instead. Mm-hmm. Which I probably would have. But, <laughs> but it was like they were trying to make me have like nutritious food. But the food that they fed me was not good or healthy. So I don't know what. Yeah, see, what I mean, the idea of what exactly is a healthy meal what, is, what's is healthy kind of, in the Midwest of, and what's healthy here is very different. Well, I mean, but you know, I was because I remember even like when we were first together, like you know, you know, you'll you'll eat ice cream any time of the day. You know, you love it. And, well, now um, I eat ice cream that's made with coconut water. Like you I don't just eat that. It's just down. It's but down I don't there. eat like that. The ice cream that I would eat when I was living in Ohio. Oh, I wouldn't eat that now. Right, but I, okay, but I mean, like yeah, I eat Greek yogurt like, ice cream yeah, and like Kroger's, the healthier version. Yeah, yeah. right. Froyo yeah. and um, coconut water ice cream, but, but not yeah, that yeah. milk stuff that they eat there. But I mean, to me, it's just like I mean, you know, like I can have something like what you know, whether it's ice cream or cupcakes or whatever for dessert but i gotta have an actual meal first and to me it's like you know like a burger and fries is like that's like okay now i i've gotten yeah i've put something good in me now now i mean i've had i've had a i've had a quarter pounder with cheese and a large fry now I can have some ice cream because I was a good boy when my family was here right before we were my sister and I were going surfing my mom thought it would be best it was like i don't know noon or something that we were gonna go surfing 
And she was like, well, you need to eat something before you go surfing so you don't get sick. She's in every, I don't remember why, but we weren't able to find anything except for like donuts that were open. And I was like, eat donuts so you don't get sick. And Kate and I are going, uh, I would rather have nothing in my stomach and surf than a donut in my stomach and surf. Well, I mean, I see your mom's point as far as filling your stomach. Before surfing? Well, that's what I'm saying though. Like, because I thought that there was a whole thing with you get in the water, you get a cramp. Because if you. Yeah, you're not supposed to eat like 30 minutes before you get in the water or something like that. Right. So I. Yeah, I don't, uh, I, I, I don't know. But, like, there. in her mind, it was like, you need anything in your stomach. So put this sugary right. fried bread in so your you stomach gotta, instead you of run nothing. On something. So it, it's like, it, if you can't find gasoline to put in the tank, then here, have you know, some piss. Yeah, put some, yeah, have some urine. <laughs> <laughs> put urine in the tank and. There's a few nurture nutrients in urine, so you know it's like you can. I I I get I get both sides there. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. Uh, yeah, and we're talking. Why is donuts? Why are donut places only open before noon? Yeah, I think they're. Um, That's bullshit. I, I think in general they they open like four a.m. and they're still on that still they're still on that like it's like 50 a breakfast schedule. food. They're on, they're on that. It's like it's only open from four to like eleven or twelve. Cause gosh, God forbid, nobody's gonna have a donut after lunch. That's just <laughs> who'd be seen doing that. And yeah, it's um, it pisses me off too, honey. Cause um, I uh, I'm mad that there's not more Krispy Kremes. And I know, and, and them, you've made that and Krispy known. Krispy Kremes being at 7-Eleven doesn't count, all right? Because they look gross at 7-Eleven. You just naturally assume when you see Krispy Kremes inside the case at 7-Eleven, somebody put them in their butt first. Like, it's like, I, I, I just think something bad happened to those donuts. I've still eaten them, but I mean, I just still think probably something bad. You know? <laughs> it's like the hot dog in Apu's place. You know, it's just... With a band-aid and, and an attack. I feel and, bad that I called my mom's food bad. It wasn't bad. It's just different than what I would eat now. Like, she would make stuff with, like, sugar and butter. Like, I'm not... I don't cook with that stuff. Right, but I... I, I, I said, See, I think I got I, the same thing. It's like, you know... You know, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't go filling up on sugar. Have some pizza. Because <laughs> I... And I mean, I literally still have that train of thought that like okay i gotta have some pizza first because we order pizza all the time I'll, I'll order i'll have pizza and then now i can have now i can have dessert or a snack just wanted to make sure i got something good in my system and i'm yeah i'm a just it's, it's a wonder i'm still alive yep <laughs> for real do to do some questions i can do a few questions in um all right, Reptar Willie ATU says, um, "Would you guys ever considered having a theme song for the show if someone made it for you?" Mm, Do you want a theme yeah. song? A theme song. Um, I I guess yeah. I mean, to what to to open and close. Open out and close on, it. I, yeah. I guess, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean that's. That'd uh, spice things up, you know, instead of just usually my voice. Well, I think why we don't is because we're lazy. Yeah. <laughs> like. No, I think that's exactly why. There's, there's no, 
Nothing to ponder there. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're lazy. But yeah, it, it would be something that would, we'd have to like really like hip hoppy, hip hop, hip hip hoppy. Yeah, something with the you know with the good you know kind of like with caplets. Like, no country you know. bullshit. No, 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 no. There's no. Yeah. Yeah. No. No Conway Twitty, please. Who the fuck's that? I mean, you. It's like you have a crush on Seth MacFarlane, yet you don't watch his shows. No, at all. He's just gonna be my second husband. But you, he, you, he'd be so offended at how much you don't know about his shows. I mean, it's just amazing. Or maybe he would just be like, "Oh, she doesn't even know who I am." Like, and then we could have like a real conversation, and then we look into each other's eyes. What, what would what would the real conversation be about? About you being an adulty? Yeah. Is that is that what would be? Is it a, Hi, oh. Seth. Yeah, I'm an, an yeah. adulty. Uh, yeah, that'd sway him. That <laughs> would sway him. Um, Brad, bad boy Brit asks, is there a partial bit that you just love to tell? There's, there's a, partial, a, a partial bit. P-A-R-T-I-A-L. No, I got, partial. I know the word, partial, but I mean partial bit. So you mean like a bit that's... Like that's partial to you? Oh, like, that I'm partial to? Partial to, yeah. You know, words in English language and stuff. Well, because I didn't know if it was like a part, like, you know, is there a bit that Here, you like to tell half it. of it, you know? Well, you that's, know I mean? that's yeah, I wasn't really sure either. Um, well, like a, a quick one-liner, or is it like one that you're partial to? See, there's a lot of things you could interpret here. Do they mean you would just love to tell? Because if it's that, then it's like, okay, they mean I just want to tell part of the bit on the show. Or, I, um, look, I'll just take it as... My, um, I, you know what I'll do? I, I'll, I'll take the question as this, because, <laughs> um, I would never, I would never do my, like, I, I wouldn't want to do my act, you know, sitting here in the pink room. Um, but, uh, I, but I do think back, like, through the years now, it's been 17 years, um, that I've been doing stand-up, and... You know, there's a lot of bits that I look at, and I, I just, I wish I could have them back. I just wish that, uh, you know, you know, as a man, uh, boy, I'd teach her some things. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's like <laughs> as a, as a, you know, as a, a, as a more developed, seasoned comedian, I would be able to take certain bits that I, you know, that I, you know, that I used to get me here, I mean, because it was just when I was younger, I'd do them better, I'd just be able to, you know, find a lot more, it's like, you know, you could, you could find a lot more, uh, you know, I don't know, find a lot more, I don't know, I always got like passages, doors, angles on them, like, you could just find a lot more things to hit, instead of, you know, I'd maybe have, yeah, I mean, I remember the joke with, uh, uh, you know, holding uh, holding the light and get yelled at with my dad working on the car. I, I mean, that, I just really left so much on the table there. I feel like, like, that was it. That was such a really, it was such a really, really fun, relatable piece of material. But I was so young when I ended up writing it that I just don't, I don't think I did all I could do with it. 
same thing with, I used to tell a bit about yard sales that um, has kind of, I think it's gotten gotten lost in the past. Maybe I'll reprise it. <laughs> no, you, you put that on something. Did that go on, did that get on Meat Capper? I don't think it did. I think it went on I know com um, I think it was Comedy on, Central yeah, Special. Comedy Central Special. Yeah, yeah. that's, I, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a few of those bits that it's just like, man, I would have so much more fun. Especially the yard sale bit, I remember, I, I, I wrote it from the perspective of a skinny person, too, because I was making fun of fat people trying on my old clothes at the <laughs> time. And, I mean, I was I was skinny, and it's like, you know, I've gotten my comeuppance since. And, um, <laughs> I'd, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I guess I would tell it uh, now from, uh, from, from this angle. So let me work on it. <laughs> Figure it out. I think it would be cool. I just thought of this, like, for a comedian who, like, okay, so your first special came out when you were how old? Like, well, uh, which, which, which one? Like, even the Comedy Central special. Comedy, Spence, Comedy Central one came out in 06. Okay, so you were, whatever, I don't do math. Um, 31. Really? I was almost, well, I was, I was 30. I was going on 30. I, I, it was before my 30th birthday, so. Okay, so. Well, I was going to say and redo it now, but that's only less than 10 years. I'm saying like Louis C.K., who's whatever, 50-some years old, takes uh, his special. Whatever. Okay. 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 Sorry. So a comedian who did a special <laughs> when they were in their 20s redoes it re when they're like in their 50s or something. Like basically does the exact same like lineup of jokes, but it redoes it in another way. So like your different perspective of how it was. Right. Right. So the, yeah, the whatever you know no, what I, I, I i see what you're saying i think see because you and i have talked about it the the from from the comedy spectator fan perspective it, it comedy's different like you guys you guys look at you know you know the show and the everything about it differently because like you know as the comic it's like and I don't know if every comic's like this. I just know me personally. It's just, if if I feel like, you know, half the audience, some of the audience, most of the audience, I don't know. Anybody's like actually heard the thing that I'm saying before, it really, it just loses a lot of its magic. It just really just... You know, it just kind of, it, it sucks it out for me. Because I, I, I just feel like I'm not really shocking you with anything because you know it's coming. So then it's no fun. You know, it's not like music. It's not like we can just all sing along and, you know, have a drunk old time. It's, uh... But I think, and this is just different. from my own perspective of, like, watching Louis C.K. Before I met you, this is seven mm. years ago, sitting in a theater watching him, I knew all of his bits and I wanted him to do the ones that I loved the ones like that I knew and loved I wanted to see those yeah. and now knowing a different side of it like I understand why he didn't do them and stuff but it was like such a disappointment like oh I wanted to hear him talk about his daughter not putting on her shoes like yeah if if yeah it, it, here's advice if anybody ever goes to a comedy show and then and you meet the comedian afterward don't tell him how disappointed you are about them not doing some bit that you've seen before because it's like dude i just gave you everything i had for an hour plus and then you're gonna tell me what i didn't do and it fucking sucks i i, I 
the the reason is is because you know as comedian i think if you're any good as a comic and I, i'm always and i always really appreciate the people who who are you know i guess the fans who notice how much like you know effort i'm putting in like that they look at it and they go wow man i saw you last year two years ago and it's just completely different this time and it's like you know i i really appreciate the fact that somebody you know people that really get that that they understand that i'm really i'm always writing because if when you stop writing as a comic it gets really fucking sad dude because i've i've watched it i've seen it a lot with and I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand... Because especially, like, when you go to a place like the Comedy Store in L.A., you're not getting paid a lot of money to do your set. So you're just doing it... You're doing a set to just... To work out. Maybe to, you know, whatever. If there's people... Hollywood people to be seen. But a lot of times, you know, Saturday, usually nobody's coming out anyway. And, and I mean, there's guys just saying... I mean doing the same act I saw them do when I was 12. Even in the four years I've been around, there's a bunch of comedians that I have their entire set memorized. Right. Just and from watching them at the comedy store on Saturday nights. They do the same thing every Saturday. And Why? And, and you know, and it's like, I I mean, I'm not saying that I, it's, a, it's, it's new every time I walk on stage. I'm always working on and shaping and molding and you know, everything, because I really am, you know, a lot of ways I'm too lazy to work when I'm not on stage. I mean, I, I get on stage and then I start to work on my bits. And, you know, that's that's what, I don't understand the point, though, of why are you just going through the motions of something that you've done for uh, 10, 20, 30 years? For what? Like, why, why are you doing that? And... I, I like when people appreciate that I'm not like that. Um, yes. And that I'm that I that I try to look sexy. Okay. <laughs> that maybe you know I mean <laughs> somebody notices that you know I did put a, a lot of effort into my look. So, when yeah. I w I actually tell people I'm like he matches the bottom of his hat to the bottom of his shoes. Like there's a lot more details that go into your outfits <laughs> than what anyone would could have even imagined. Like, yeah. the yeah. length of your sleeve, the length of your shirt, your boxers. You're so particular about what underwear you wear on stage. Mm-hmm. Well, because, I mean, in a lot of ways, like, they, there's a few, there's a few, uh, yeah, just eccentricities that go into that. But, I mean, I don't. But you'll uh, let your eyebrows grow out. You won't let me trim your eyebrows, yeah, but you have to match the bottom of your that? shoes. Nobody sees no, that. No, that's mean, not okay. Nobody sees that except you. People um, look at you in the eye, and you don't think they can see your bushy not eyebrows. When they're that, when they're seated watching a comedy show, they meet you I'm talking about dummy. Show. When I when I put on clothes to go do a comedy show, it's like an athlete putting on a uniform. I mean, I'm like ready to go to battle, essentially. Like it's, I mean, I'm just doing this, you know, on behalf of my set. So, you know, yeah, I like to. You know, I like to, if if I don't have underpants that are funny, you know, in some way, like, you know, because, I mean, if somebody, I don't know, my pants fall down when I'm on stage. Just, no, what if that don't. happens? But, no, what if that happens, though? What if that happens? So, okay, so my pants fall down on stage, 
And there I am. I gotta explain my underpants. Okay, there's there, you're going to have to address your underpants now. If I have, if I have my camouflage ones on that you hate, I hate, hate those. I've got. Fucking I can explain hillbilly. those. You know, it's like, look, if I end up, you know, if I end up like Deliverance, I'm Ned Beatty. You know, there's one thing I want to be camouflaged. It's my butt. <laughs> ha ha ha! And then we move on. Now. If I have, let's say, the underpants you bought me with the uh, My Little Pony on there, okay? There's going to be a lot of explaining that I'm not going to be able to do about those underpants. Because I just, I just got a pony face on the front and a pony tail on the back. And, um, and in between, it's, awesome. uh, it's, it's, it's whatever you want to believe about them. And, um, so, yeah. I, I, I just, I like to have underpants. I can, plus, I like to, I've always looked at my uh, my underwear as like sort of a, I, I grew up watching Jordan. Jordan was always, he put his Carolina shorts under his boots shorts. So it was just, it was a motivational thing, a game thing. My socks matter because my socks are like, nobody can see them, but they, they matter to me because I'm like, you know. I don't know. I just I gotta feel like yeah, I got I got I got my Jordan socks on, or I got my Patriot socks on. Yeah, now tonight's <laughs> gonna be a good night. I mean, when we were picking out your outfits for Come Inside Me, I never imagined it to be that much of a process. We probably bought five hundred outfits, or I guess shirts, because you always knew what jeans and shoes you were wearing. But yeah, jeans I have nailed, so yeah, and shoes I have nailed. Yeah. I was just gonna do a plain t-shirt and then a really thin John Varvatos gray zippy and it was like well the zipper's too loud and this and that and I was like so many things that I would never have thought of the zipper was heavy as fuck man I still got that shirt the zipper's like a zipper could anchor a ship alright and then we had like so many shirts all of them had weird reasoning behind them that no one else would think of but you yeah yeah, I um Your mental case is what yeah, I'm getting I, at. I I mean I gotta be a joy to live with. I know that. <laughs> um, Adam Schwent asks, How do you prepare for every oh sorry, do you prepare for every set and if so how? Um Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Uh no, I I don't wanna say I prepare as in like, you know, I mean, like, there's a game plan, and I've had a chalkboard, and, a, you know, X's and O's. I got, I, I just, I care about all of them, so that really, you know, it takes a lot out of me, because I really do, I mean, I give a shit about every one of them, and if, you know, if I have a great set in the early show, I mean, just a phenomenal, I could have a phenomenal early show set and they could, you know, throw rose petals under my feet and give <laughs> me a sash and a fucking Academy Award at the end of it. And, and then, but then there's the late show and I could, if I fucking, if I have a shitter in the late show, I'm going home mad. All right. The sash is going to be in the back seat. <laughs> my lip. My little crown is going to be this fucking Ben. Did I say crown? No. Mm -hmm. But, um. What, I, I what's just, the difference uh, between a good show and a bad show for you? 
Because you'll be like, that was shit. And I'll be like, it, it seemed awesome to me. Like, I feel bad when I when you're coming off stage and I'm like all excited. Like, hey, babe. And you're like mad. And I'm like, wait, why? Like, what I was I was thinking it's like, I keep feeling like you, you know, though, like when I'm having the bad ones versus the good ones. And that's why I feel bad that I don't know. I, I just think that the difference between good and bad is, you know, bad... I don't think I'm ever gonna. I don't think I'm gonna go out there and eat shit except for the fucking country club and Ronnie Lotz thing. I've never and seen you do. In front of Marcus Allen. Look, I got a lot of problems, but I um, <laughs> I, and I am an. I don't think I'm. I'm. I'm past eating it, but I, a bad show is just you know the crowd. You know they they laughed. They just had. They had. They had a you know, a good time. They liked the show and it was completely one side. A great show, good show is just, it's two-sided. It's like sex. It's just like, you know, yeah, I got off too because if I'm having a really great one, that means I'm gonna, I'm in the, I'm, I'm in that, it's like with athletes where they say the zone, like where things, everything slows down. Everything slows down. Like you just, you don't feel like you have to rush to the next laugh or the next bit or the next, you know, anything. Or I, I hate when I'm doing a show and I just feel like, you know, there's some, you know, yappy lady in the front row or something who's gonna, who's gonna wait for the, I mean, just the, I mean, the first chance she has to yell shit, you know, in the middle of what I'm doing. And... I hate that because I'm dodging that the entire show and then it fucking takes away from the rest of the show. Because, I mean, I, you know, those people don't mean harm, mean any harm, but it's like they don't understand how great the show could be if they would, if I didn't have to worry about them being an adult. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, I don't want to have to worry about, I mean, it's like being a batter at home plate and it's like, you want to have to worry about a fastball getting thrown at you from the, you know, from anywhere except the pitcher's mound. I mean, you, 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 you don't have to, yeah, I mean, you don't have to worry about dodging other balls. It should just be one ball. And I, I mean, I wish, yeah, I wish it was uh, perfect, but it's not. It's so a couple weeks ago, we were in West Palm Beach and my dad's side of the family has not met John. Like I've kind of, I haven't talked or I haven't seen my dad in 10 years. I haven't talked to him in a long time and mm. hadn't seen my grandma and aunt in five years. So my aunt comes out to the show, has never met John. And she's, I guess when he's walking up onto the set, onto stage, she's yelling. <laughs> she's a little overstimulated. Yeah. yeah. She was uh, yelling, I'm your aunt-in-law and blah, 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 oh, like yeah, yelling just, out to you i mean i you know i i mean i've met her since and i you know well i, I mean, was gonna get to that she and i have reconciled i which i don't want to I, I don't want to bag on her but no it's like we'll get there we'll get was, there but i'm just <laughs> yeah. okay so she's screaming out to you I, yeah, on I the heard, way up i heard what is it she's uh she said something like i'm i'm your aunt i think when i was walking on i mean because really like i don't know if every comic's like this i'm just hypersensitive i can hear everything that's around me, and 
I, you know, she's just, she's, you know, I'm your aunt. I'm like, you know, because she's right by the stage. I'm like, okay, you know, because I mean, you know, people want to say stuff and everything, like when you're on your way up and everything. And it's like, I'm just, I'm really trying to, to zone in on what I'm doing. And you said that it's like, you're trying to do math and people are throwing numbers at you. It is. It's, it's, you know, yeah, instead of the, it's like if. Well, that's when somebody's like talking, okay, like, nonstop talking. Because uh, I mean, like, okay, because with, with 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 my you, aunt, with your aunt, I, I was worried about like whenever I took a beat to be, you know, for timing or just for a breath or to take a drink, whatever, that I was gonna get side so swiped with something about, you know, hey, look at me. Um, related to you and I was like I I was so it's like I have to you know I have to intensely go through my set like with you know I I mean without any real breaths or beats because it's like man I don't want to give this person any chance to fucking hijack my set but when I'm when I'm doing a set and somebody's just I mean just sitting in the front row just why do you sit in the front row to talk loudly but they do and then it's like, I can hear you talking while I'm trying to talk and think about what I'm doing and everything else. And then it's like, yeah, it's like somebody else sh- shouting numbers while I'm doing math. Well, that's what I was trying to get at is like, she was saying, I'm your aunt. And like, you were talking about me and she's like, woo, Jamie and stuff. Like she was overstimulated. Yeah. It was her first time out at a comedy show. She didn't know. And like at yeah. the, that night, I was pissed. Because I was like, the reason she's here is because of me. Like, she ruined your set for you. You were upset. Like, it was this whole thing where I was crying because I was so upset that you were upset. And the next day we talked to her and she was like, oh, I didn't even – like, she had no idea that she affected him in any way. And it was like – and I know from an outside perspective, it doesn't look like she really did anything wrong. She gave a couple woos and a couple, like, I'm your aunt or Jamie's or whatever. Mm. It didn't seem like a big deal, but when you're up there doing your art and performing, it's fucking with you. And mm-hmm. it's like, if everybody would just shut the fuck up, I know it doesn't seem like it's a major situation. thing. It is. And, I, and I've been on the other side where I, you know, before you, and I would I would go to shows and stuff, and it was like, I, re- I think I was actually one of those people who called out shit, like, and I hate myself for Did it. Knowing, oh. I doubt it. I I, I can't see you being a loud mouth. No, I, I mean, probably, but I'm guessing the people I with, I was with did. I just, I have some kind of vague memory of like yelling out because we wanted to hear Louis C.K. do that whole fucking bit about his daughter won't put on her shoes. And we were so mad that he didn't do it that like people were calling. I remember because that was the oh. first comedy show I had been to in a theater. Yeah. And people kept, oh, someone puked behind me and puke was like running <laughs> down like the aisles. Like it was just a mess. And I just thought, that's what happened in shows. Like people call out stuff, like calling out their favorite song at a concert, and knowing that now, that, it's like, oh my god, I can't believe me, the people I were with, and everyone was there was acting horrible. Because you know, Louis C.K. actually talks about the worst that he's ever done was in Cleveland, and I guarantee you that was a show I was at. <laughs> I guarantee it. I, I, I just think that, you know, I started having that. The, First time I started getting that was there was this guy who used to he started showing up at the comedy store around I guess 
05, 06, 07, something like that. It'd show up every, it seemed like every three, four, five months, because I was on, like, every weekend there, because I was hardly on the road, and he would, you know, he'd end up getting a booth, like, around, like, you know, in the, in the middle section, and I'd be in the middle of my set, and I'd, you know, I'd go take a beat, and I'd go quiet for a minute, and he'd take his opportunity to yell, yard sale, <laughs> yard sale yard sale and I was like and I remember the first time that happened because I you know I'd never had it happen before when when it was the first time it was like well I, I guess I should do it you know because I, 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 this guy's talking about yard sales so uh, anybody uh, have a yard sale before like <laughs> it just and I think I did it the first couple times he'd ask for it. And then after that, I was like, look, it's not, it's not your show. Um, because it really does feel like you're having people dictate to you, you know, yeah, spin around clown. Like you're just, they're, they're telling you what to do. And I mean, because comedy, it, it loses its edge when you do that. It just if you're if you're just this guy who's just gonna fucking jump when they say jump, then you're not gonna be that funny because you're just gonna be this guy who's you know because I mean when that guy would just go Garrett Sale and I'd go I mean because normally if I did that bit in my act I'd just be like you know I'd I'd weave it within the context of what I was talking about I'd be like you ever. You ever, anybody ever yard sale at their house? Yard, you know, and you just, you know, which is a rhetorical question, but it's like, it's, it's a, it seems in the moment and spontaneous. And when this guy calls it out, now it's not. Now it's just, now I got a fucking string on my back that you pull out like a crusty doll. And I mean, it, it just doesn't. I ain't having it, B. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I just had an epiphany, and of course, in my head is going to sound so much <laughs> epiphany, better. Shut up. Uh, shut up. In my head, it's going to sound so much better than what I actually get out. But it's like shitty performers need the audience's help. If you go to mm-hmm. a hole-in-the-wall bar and there's a band playing, they don't have a set list. They want you to tell them what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. If you see a shitty comedian who's doing a bunch of crowd work and needs help up on stage, they're going to want to need your help. Uh-huh. If you go to a show that's done by a professional, they have a set list. They don't need your help. Sit back, watch them do their art, and shut the fuck up. Trust me. That's that's bottom line is, look, you paid your money to get in. Trust me, based on that cover charge or whatever it is, ticket charge, it, it, trust me to do what I do. And don't fuck it up. Don't, don't, don't trip me up just, you know, because you're going to fuck it up for everybody else, man. I mean, it's, I, I, and you're right. Yes. Shitty comics, shitty performers. I don't know about musicians, but I do know shitty comics. They, they all want to know where you're from and what you do and all that shit. (laughs) I mean, you know, if somebody's, if it's somebody's opening or whatever, a lot of times they, they gotta ask that just to simmer you down, like to just get it, because it's almost like it's like children. It's like settling everybody down for the headliner, which they get a pass. Obviously, if you're MC or anything like that, or if you're a young comic, 
you're going to do that. But, you know, if somebody's been doing it for 10, 15, 20 years and is asking where you're from, hey, dude, <laughs> it's go get a job. I mean, seriously, it's not... <laughs> It's not, uh, it's not your time. And, I, and I've heard guys who are, who do crowd work, who, who are, te- who are still terrible. Like, I mean, because most guys who do, they do crowd work. It's like, they're good at, usually they're the life of the party type. They're the type of guy that usually they'll get off stage and they'll go right into some drinking and whatever else with the audience members because you know, they're, they're, that's how they're funny is they're just, they're, they're socially funny. Whereas, you know, uh, just a comic who's just within himself and more of an artist, I think is, you know, is going to do, isn't going to do that. But yeah, I've seen some guys who were really awful. I mean, where are you from? Boston. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I, is that really? Is that? Did you just? <laughs> you, you, that's just. Uh, that's just small talk. That's not even a fucking. That's not a show. It's small talk. You're just. You're just greetings. It's just. You're just greeting everyone. You fucking asshole. Oh God, he sucks. <laughs> so if you want to see some real art and you want to keep your mouth shut, you can come to the Orlando Improv, July seventeenth through the twentieth. Uh, yes, please. Um, it's, uh, it'll be a, it'll be a fabulous night of, uh, of laughing and listening and shutting the fuck up. No, I, <laughs> please, yeah, come on. I, I, cause last time I was there, uh, Byron came with me this time, uh, Mark's coming Mark with Ellis you. is coming with me. And, um, you know, like I, I was, I was disappointed with, uh, we didn't have that big of, uh, numbers last time. So I hope I'm more popular in Orlando this time. So, yeah. And then after Don't Orlando, you're going to be in Vegas, July 25th through the 27th at Sweet. South Point. Yeah. And Kevin Bozeman will be there with you. Oh, well, that's always that's always a positive <laughs> experience for everybody. Oh, I oh, can't fuck. wait. I can't wait for the fucking the the the, the drunken gambling to begin. Oh, we God. need to figure out, you know, there's that IV service in Vegas <laughs> who comes to your hotel room and like hooks you up with IVs the next day. On, uh, let's see, July 28th, that's what we're going to need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Fucking he's, Kevin. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, we're, I mean, I'll play some cards, but I'm, I'm drinking Gatorade. Kevin and Kirk Fox, those are the two that you've taken with you to Vegas, and I thought I was going to die the next day, or that, that day, actually. Yeah, Kirk, we did. Kirk was the one that was having me drink, uh, Cadillac margaritas, and that, he's the, he's the reason I was passed out in the bath, in the tub Oh, in the shower? Uh, yes. When he, I left you just in the shower. That was Kurt Fox's fault. <laughs> it's always somebody's fault, isn't it? <laughs> ah, well, I'm glad it's Kurt's that time. And you know, mine. Sewage Joe? Yeah, well. He's the reason I was almost down the drain. Oh, of course, yeah. Because before that, you were a fine, upstanding young woman who uh, who, who never, <laughs> who never found herself passed out in the shower. Come on. I'm not going to go fuck myself. I found myself passed out in a ditch before. So, you know, a shower in my own room. A, that's a, a step ditch? up. A real ditch. What a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, what? What did, I mean, I just got a. Just a bitch in a ditch. Oh, no. Don't be. Come on. Don't. 
Come on. I feel like Brian <laughs> on fucking family. Come on, you 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 Meg. Come on. I uh will be in Orlando uh, in a few weeks, but I got I got a few weeks off, so um yeah, after we finish this show tomorrow, then I just get to write a script. So it never ends. Actually, your next full-on hour show is July 15th, which is a Tuesday in Hermosa Beach at the Comedy and Magic Club because you're going to start doing you're going to start headlining every third Tuesday of the month in Hermosa Beach. You just keep me working, don't you, woman? Someone's got to make keep, some money. Yeah, it's get not going to be the van, me. John. It's time to go. Uh, Do you see these nails? They're not going to paint themselves, no, John. They sure aren't. <laughs> see ya.